0: Um, well, we, we left off to where you were talking about, uh, you know, people coming in and I was reiterating oh. with good intent. Yeah, uh, with good intent know, because yeah. I'm cleaning
1: up messes. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so, uh, and most of my, my time uh, lately, since I've, um, I'm no longer working on the TV show Knock Knock Ghost, I've moved on on my own. They have a new psychic out there. Their intent and my intent are two different things. And my vision is to help the dead move on. And if I am dealing with any of the dark energy that's out there, the belligerent and, and uh, the unruly, I uh, they have a history on us and they keep a history on us. And they know that I'm not taking any crap from them. I have been pinched, prodded, punched, smacked, made to throw up all of those things, because I've had to go in and clean that up from somebody else. Um, but my intent is to remove them and to make it worse for them after I find out where they are because they can't hide. Right. And it's, uh, uh, I I'm, I'm just very, very adamant about, uh, the people doing this now seems to be like, it's a thrill for them. And it's not because you're harming a lot of the dead
0: by going in there stoking a fire for the evil and and with with the dead you know um she's got some you know uh question points here it was one that i had initially on my mind anyway Mm -hmm. which was you know why are so many of them still here i mean i i've i've been asked that and i i answer several different ways because i think there's a progressive list of certain reasons why some may still be here you know some choose to be here some might be stuck where are you at with that?
1: Well, I am, it's, it, it's on all, all different levels of spirituality. Um, sometimes the dead don't even know that they're dead because, uh, they were in an explosion at work or, uh, they were in a car accident or they were hit by a car from behind, or, um, they're fighting for their lives being shot at and vice versa. And, um, they're still in a frightened situation and they go wandering, trying to figure out what the heck is going on. And when you get lost in a certain plane, you understand that things have changed, but you don't know how to change them so that you can relax and stay calm. So uh, the power of the energy that you're stuck in this plane and you're doing this, uh, loop and continuously going through the same situation or, Some spirits go to the light and they still have messages for their loved ones and they return, but then they forget how to get back to the light. So there's, there's a lot of different things here. You know, there it's, it's not so far fetched that what we do in human life. We do in the spiritual world and we have to gain, um, knowledge to be able to move up a higher soul level. And I believe that there are about 10 different soul levels, but there's different planes there's different galaxies there's different things we're just not the only people on earth i've seen grays they don't pay attention to me they don't even look at me right half the time the ones that have passed on they'll acknowledge your presence but they move on they don't even have time for me because i'm such low low psychic medium on the totem pole
0: i've heard that from people who have you know your gift uh so several people i've had on the program who you know, also bring up the grace, you know, the alien, the outside element, Mm -hmm. and they say some of the same stuff. It's like, I'm hardly noticed, or at times maybe they come through and they communicate too. So I find that pretty, pretty a a, a wondrous thing as far as my imagination and my mind is is concerned. But do do you think that a a lot of us, when we pass over, this has been asked of me too, um, uh, do you think a lot of us retain, uh, you know, much of uh, who we are, you know, the memory you think that that's with us or is there, is it a partial? Um, I'm not even a partial, this is a life lesson. This is a
1: spiritual soul lesson for us to grow. And we can come back here hundreds of times. I think I've not met anybody that's come back a hundred times, but I have that distinct feeling that it can happen. Um, we need to learn things and I know it sounds weird and people might feel uncomfortable with what I'm saying but we have to be uh, not only um, someone that has uh, who would die of cancer, uh, who would die of a gunshot, who would um, commit suicide. All of these are levels of our souls that we need to express and get better at and stronger. I'm not here as a psychic medium because um, I'm new to this. I am very old in the soul lives to be able to do what I do, because I don't frankly know anything different. I came here and boom, I was hit with a ton of bricks. that I lived this life and I can't explain it to other people that I don't know why you can't see or why you don't feel or why they're not talking to you. It's because those are the lower soul levels that have not achieved
0: something yet. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. That's interesting. I, I think I feel the same way about what goes on with me. I I don't, I don't profess to have your gift, but as I told people, I'm, I'm sensitive and there's, there's moments where I'm in tune with a lot of stuff going on. And then there's other times I have no clue. And I, I'm comfortable with it doing what it does because there's been times it's helped me. And other times I've been able to talk to other people and I get them through some grief. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't often share that, but it's been this weird thing but i wonder too uh, you answered something for me there personally that i wonder too if maybe in my past life you know somewhere along the line i had a little bit of this and it's just it's stayed with me each each chapter
1: each chapter of our each different soul life that we take on right. is a growth spurt of our spirituality then we get to a certain level that hey maybe we don't belong on earth as much as we did we've done our passage we've completed the the things that we've had to learn so that we can come back and either help others spiritually, be those guardians, those protectors, those soul protectors, which we have many of. And, um, we're not just stuck with one spirit and we have the changing of the spiritual guard is how I say, see it. So you've learned something and you've helped someone and that spirit that uh, was around you, assisting you in helping that person that was in grief or had an issue that spirit gets to move on to somebody else because you've just moved up a soul level by helping someone
0: and that's that's,
1: how it works. It's it's, for me, that's how it works. And it's amazing. no, that's
0: I've heard that before. That's amazing. I, I I will ask too, you know, do you think that when we have certain fears or things that really, I don't want to lighten this, but you know, I have this, uh, I was told by a person why, but I have this really weird fear of deep water now
1: welcome to my world so do yeah I. sorry yeah Denny. and and if i can't
0: see the bottom i i don't want to be in there you know it's one of those deals i won't even go in lake michigan here uh, above a certain way and i've i've pushed myself to do this jim but i i but i tell my wife there's several things going on first of all i can't see what's under me the other part is a lot of the people who have died in that lake whether it be shipwrecks or whatnot it says i sense them i i can't stress enough that i feel a lot of stuff and it's not that people are touching me, but it's like, it's like almost in my mind's eye at times, I can almost see them standing out there in the water and they're just, they're like looking at me, almost like they're beckoning to me that I notice them. Does that, does that sound normal? That resonates
1: with me. I can go in chest deep and if I can't see my freaking feet, I'm not going any further, You're out, I'm yeah. pulling back out and it's not, and I'm a good swimmer and I, I, too. I, I took swimming lessons. I, I, I did all of that. But holy Christ, man, I get, I turn into a a personal vice. I am stuck. I'm not frozen, but I'm going, there's too much energy. We are energy. And the water is some form of energy because that enlightens the spirit world. If you have water anywhere on your property, you've got energy coming to you or knocking on your door. So, water is a big, big, uh, um, spiritual part of us and we learn to be with it you know and it's just oh i'm afraid of it uh, so you and i I are
0: kindred spirits yeah i i and i love the water we are yeah i love the water i white out and i go fishing in it but again there's there's certain times it's like i'm not going out i'm not swimming off a boat that's and i'm
1: 63 you are the very first person that has told me that
0: yeah i i just hit 59 so yeah we're we're in the same we're very close (laughs) in age so i just that and and i was told by another person who had your gift you know she does a lot of past life reading and and stuff and she had felt that maybe i at 16 she got quite emotional on the show and felt that i had um was in the british navy and something happened and i went down and drowned and uh, and and i had a friend mention that to me years before i had somebody say that to me that maybe in a past life you were on board a ship and you went down and uh it's a fear it's definitely a fear it definitely sits there so there we go we're right somewhere down the road but I, I you know I like I said I often wonder if when we pass over we retain a certain amount of our like I said our consciousness I know like you said it's a learning experience and we take certain things with us but you know when I've I've done some EVP work and I've recorded voices or I ask a lot of questions sometimes I apologize because I tell them it sounds like I'm asking you to do stupid dead people tricks but it's the only way that I can communicate with you and I just get a lot of scattered stuff and then once in a while once in a great while I it'll go on for a few minutes that somebody's talking to me Uh, we get some great responses but it just seems like something's lost not everybody seems to be a hundred percent
1: I have been very very lucky in my communications when I've I've uh, communicated with the dead It's the people that uh, were on the show, knock, knock goes, that use the spirit box and, um, different apparatuses, which I don't mind using, but it's, it's, I don't need it, it's the public that need it so that they can have them. That's why I use it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Um, but I'm also the conduit to be able to give that message the same way, but it's nice to have a digital box there to to repeat what they're saying. And it it always works for me because I can (laughs) point to a spirit. The camera guy will go to that and they'll get an evp reading they'll see an orb and they they're flabbergasted my crew was semi afraid of me only because they didn't know what was going on so it was fun to to do those things because you're getting the attention of the uh, the believers but the non-believers are all the skeptics are already sitting there going well he's pointing us there he set that up oh but not the voice What, how did that happen? You know? So it's always, it's good to get that communication going.
0: Yeah. I, I, I fought that too, initially early on when when I got into this by reading a lot of the skeptical, uh comments on different pieces of equipment or even just stuff that we were you you know like you and Mm -hmm. i would hear or things that we would report and i used to let it bother me at first now i just it it is what it is i'm not out here to change anybody's mind um i'm just out here to continue to keep gathering information to share with people that you know listen you know i'm i i I feel that i'm here for the dead just as much as i am for the living and but you are again i we have a purpose uh, and
1: it's it's for our growth. We have seen in our lifetime, in the um, the years that we've been around, we've seen so many horrific things. But we've a also seen, but we've also seen some good things. But right. the horrific things tended, sadly, to make us stronger as a, as an intuitive, yeah. because we're picking up on the dead. Nine eleven is my oh
0: my yeah, that's hard. horror show. Yeah, that, I yeah. I won't
1: even. I can't walk within a mile of New York and I have not been there since it's been refurbished and, and done. I can't walk there. I can't, yeah. I, you feel the sadness and it's not fair to the people who have lost someone there for me to show yeah. off and just say, right. hey, this is what I'm doing. Right. I, it's just, that's the stuff that we keep to ourselves. That's side. a horrific
0: mindset. You know, it's much like the people on, I guess I'll use Titanic for an example. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm using that, but you know, people are aware of what's happening to them. So, you know, I, I think that tends to really just, whew, it's over it the top, you know, amplifies. yeah, amplifies, that's a good term. Yes, amplifies it. And I'm kind of the same way, you know, I've, I visited Gettysburg, uh, loosely so with my like brother and I, and I hadn't, know. yeah. And I had, I wasn't, I hadn't started doing paranormal investigating, but things have happened to me all my life, you know, but even being there, I, I was still aware of the horrific stuff and things were happening and I couldn't even quite put it into words to my brother. And I, not only was I happy there, which sounds really strange to people, but at the same time I was extremely sad, you know, it's just a, it's the same thing, Because there was a burden, there was a purpose, there was
1: death and there was victory Yeah, and it was on both sides. And it depends on whatever piece of property you're sitting on at Gettysburg to know it. And I'm the one as well, who has heard cannons going off screaming. I have heard that, but I've not just heard it at three o'clock in the morning. I've heard it at eight o'clock in the morning and 11 o'clock in the morning and one o'clock in the afternoon in broad daylight. What people don't tend to understand is we are walking among the dead as they are walking among oh, us. And they tend to forget that.
0: Every second, every minute of the day. Absolutely, yep. yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I I believe that too. You know, the, the dead outnumber the living. I tell oh. anybody that it's, as horrible as as math, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. Nope. Um, I, I guess I would ask too, you know, what is the, what's the overall message do you think? I think, you know, from, from contacting the other side, because I call it the veil, it's been called so many different things. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: You know, I've always felt, not always, I, I do feel that many of them don't want to be forgotten outside of, you know, unfinished business, which we know seems to be a very prevalent thing that paranormal people focus on, but I always thought, felt that there was this emotion that it's like, listen, I, I want you to know I'm here. Like you tuning into my grandfather, you know, mm-hmm. we were just talking about chat Right away. Uh, yeah. World War II vet. Um, I never really had much communication with Sam, my, my, on my dad's side, mm-hmm. but chat was a big part of my life. And if I thought anybody would come back, you know, I don't think that I've ever really thought that he was around me, but I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm trying to make a little sense of, of everything that <laughs> no, goes no, on. No.
1: It, there's, there is a lot with the spiritual world and we're trying to get so many answers to people within a two hour or a one hour show and yeah, yeah. We, we can't always give it. But what I can tell you is from personal experience, I had a lot of death happen to me as a child from a lot of people. My mother of cancer, my father, six months later, my grandparents, about a year later, an uncle, uh, I, another set of grandparents oh, all pass away within three years Whew. That's a lot and of death, yeah. I wasn't even 22 yet, but to hear from my grandfather was one of the, my grandfather was like a father to me, was a, a statue to me and I would emulate him. I learned how to cook because of him. I learned how to masonry. I learned how to build a house because of him. And then my dad taught me how to build a car. So all of these little skill sets that I enjoy now at this age to, to tinker at things is very calming for me because I never realized how calming it was for my grandfather or my dad to tinker in a garage and be left alone listening to a dog and grandparents and everybody else speaking. They ran into their garage and they were left alone, their little man cave. Yeah. And I can go into um, a, a somebody's home, that was built in the '60s and '70s here in Toronto. There is more activity in their garage than there is in the house.
0: Yeah, places where they spent most of their their wonderful times, right? And it's beautiful, right? Me. Yeah, you know, me I, too. I, I, me too. I, I I've love had- that yeah i've had more beautiful exchanges than i have anything that's been negative negative. and, with and me. i was going to ask you you sure we're not brothers because what you just described with your grandfather now my grandpa Holroyd, you know was was crippled because he had fallen off a house but he built houses mm-hmm. when he wasn't farming he he constructed houses and he had his own brick pattern so many of the houses around here the foundations have my grandfather's you know brick patterns on them um and so beautiful. you know you mentioned building houses which hit me with my grandpa hall right? sam samuel yep and then my dad you know we were estranged for uh, 14 years but transparency to everybody out here i've talked about him before yep. he was he was a guy he was a car guy he was a car guy And what little things i learned about cars i learned from my father and you know he could take he could take anything apart now and probably put it back together And know what the hell he was doing um and that's my, how my dad, dad grabbed too. the
1: screwdriver and put it on one of the valves and he'd listen to it <laughs> <and> say, that's <laughs> yeah. not good you're taking that apart and i'm going should i got school in the morning dad like i don't care you take that apart you know yeah it, that was there's a idea. lot of good things you know and yeah. that's what keeps me as a psychic medium to pay attention to every detail because of the way i grew up
0: yeah yeah it's an emotional connection. I think that, you, that you're saying that you, you feel with other people, too, because they have similar things. And I've and i and I've had some people come into my life, too. We'll get back to some more questions. but I've had <laughs> some other people come into my life, too, because you're just you're resonating with me big time um, where, you know, they've asked me into their house and the weird stuff's going on. And I say, well, your dad's here because, you know, he, I see this guy in my mind's eye standing in the corner and all hell breaks loose with with the client because that's why I don't do too many personal investigations anymore because it's a hit or miss. Cause I wasn't really gathering that there had been a very tumultuous and angry connection. You ever had that happen? And then she's and like, I don't want to talk to that son of a beehive. And you know, so I yeah. take notes and I yeah. write them down and I, <laughs> yeah. slap and I pass them. It, that's a, this is for
1: all psychic mediums. When you don't want to embarrass anybody and you don't want to talk about it. I carry a notepad with me. I write down what I'm feeling and pass I hand it over, it over to them. I get a burst of crying. I get, could you not talk about that? Can we move on? Right. And that saves them and it saves the spirit because they'll talk to me a little bit more about it, that I can get closure for both of them off air or away from the crowd. And we'll just sit on the veranda or their back balcony or sit in front of a kitchen table where their grandfather spoke, you know, and right, right. I'll let them know what they're trying to give or say because there's panic with people right when yeah yeah and, and like i said
0: life. i i do that too and what i was alluding to is that there was one like i said one time and i know betty very well mm-hmm. but you know but it was just me and her alone mm-hmm. and i happen to mention that and i'm like i i that didn't come through and all i could tell her is that he wants to be forgiven and she's like nope not happening so i just walked away you know i told her hey you know, i'm sorry we'll we'll focus on what's going on in the house but yeah, that's kind of a strange thing. So I got out of personal, private investigations. I mean, it. I, I still once in a while will talk to somebody because I'm not quite sure. I'm still learning, you know, and I'm not quite sure exactly of 100 percent of what I'm doing. But more of it's been positive than it has, like I said, there's been negative. Um, <laughs> You're going everywhere. I I'm, I'm jumping all, <laughs> all over the place. I I apologize. I tell everybody no, no, when they no. Come listen, show, it's, listen. You know what? It'll keep people intrigued. Good. 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 Um yeah, we kind of covered the messages from the spirit world. What do you think the overall message is? I mean, is well, there one for, big giant for all of us to fucking love one another and stop being assholes? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You heard and it I here decided. on this show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, we all have issues and we do. And I'm a life coach as well, And an intuitive life coach and and I do yep. really well at it. And my big deal is to get the triggers that stress people out that they continue to live with. I live with some triggers, but I'm working on them every day. But, but I tell people let's get rid of these things. Let's get rid of the past here because they're trying to heal us to say, you know, you were an asshole when you were 19, but you're 60. Now you're not an asshole anymore. Yeah. yeah, Right. Right. So let it go. Don't hold on to the past. we got to move into the future, but use the past as a learning tool. And that's what the spirit world is trying to tell us. You know, they're just saying, my God, I didn't get to say how proud I was of you. And that's my own dad. We never talked. We never talked. It was, um, we talked wrenches. We talked changing oil. We talked this, but he never talked hockey. He never talked uh, sports because he wasn't into it. I think I played hockey most of my life. He showed up at one game and he says, I am never going to go to another game, not because I don't want to come, but I was frozen watching you play outdoors because it was house leak. So we got to understand that people try their best in life and we're only given so many tools. We're here to get messages from the dead to give us some peace that we didn't do everything wrong all the time like we feel and look at our our generation we are panicked and we're guilted into things i'm not guilty about anything that i've done in my past i said sorry to everybody and that's and and if you accept my apology thank you if you don't we're both moving on because i'm not letting it fester anymore and that's what the spirit world is trying to do the good spirits the dark energy Christ, they're going to amplify and make everything really bad for us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I just look at the dark energy and they've got the, they've got their file on me, trust me. And they try and get to me and I just enjoy every minute of it just by sending them back to the hell that they belong to.
0: Yeah. You sound a lot like me when I talk to myself. I'll just put it that way. I, I say some of the same crazy stuff and, and tell everybody I just don't have time for it. And like, like you said, great messages there, you know, uh, Thank you. coaching messages and I'm the same way, you know, I've got my belief system and I know what I believe in. And, and, and even here in the States, you know, I tell everybody, like, listen, you know, I may be on the right side of the aisle, but I, I just want everybody to stop. I'm with you too. Just please stop the insanity and just get along. Uh, there are some of you who won't because you're, you're so far crazy. There's no coming back from that. But the, but on the majority, I end each show by saying, can you please be smarter, okay. And kinder. And if you can't be quieter, in other words, you know, it doesn't cost you anything to be nice to anybody or to to try to get along with people at all. That's that's all (laughs) that God and everybody else that, if you believe in that and Jesus and anybody else who's out there, that's, that was the message, man. You know, it's a guidebook. I didn't mean to get on the soapbox, nope. but you, you started it. I don't, it. <laughs> you started I don't it.
1: walk around with a standing bitch face. Okay. No, I, me neither. Me I neither. have a smile and I don't
0: care. And I got a line of haters because, you know, I'm, I, I'm am and I try to help everybody as best I can until I can't. And like you said, I've learned to that at my age. It's like, you know what? I yeah, kind of did what I did. I presented you, I put you in a good thing. You don't want a good thing. If I'll you, talk to you later. Good they Best of luck to you. I, <laughs> they have a great life.
1: Yet. When I say I don't believe in Catholicism and the hate mail that I get when I tell the paranormal investigators who are provoking the dark and you enjoy yeah. doing that for five minutes of fame, they're the ones who just say you're a fake, you're this, you're that. And I'm going, thank you. Enjoy your day. Actually, I don't even respond. I yeah. there's It's it's a waste of my time.
0: I, yeah, I, I, I still crack the joke because I, I'm not <laughs> trying to offend, but when I, yeah, when I've come not clients let me let it let me qualify so anybody listening <laughs> so they understand so i have friends who who are you know they're catholic and they do some things but i've told them i'm missing you know i got a lot of friends who are recovering catholics <laughs> and i give I them a the look you know yeah Thank and you. it gets real quiet for a second i'm like you know i'm just going to tell you this i'm a spiritual guy that's why i said that i don't follow any main religion and there's a reason i got my i got my relationship Relationship with the almighty and everybody else and I'm comfortable with it you know I just operate in the the light and I believe in the universe everything else is man's words Mm -hmm. man that should be on a (laughs) t-shirt you need to make you need to put that on a (laughs) t-shirt I know I'm all over the damn place I apologize no Dan I do that to people sometimes I'm (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's all good you've been a great guest you're just really warming my heart it's been I've needed this I I think I've had some great guests, so don't get me wrong there. Don't, don't send the hate mail to me, everybody. It's <laughs> just that, you know, this is very positive. I'm getting a great vibe. Afterwards. Good. I'm glad. You're... Um, we're going to take our first break. I want everybody to stay with us. We're here with, uh, Jim hunt and, uh, you're listening to I want to believe radio and, uh, we're going to play some PSAs and some rock and roll. You know, I play rock and roll on the show. Uh, we'll be back for more right after this. And we are back. We didn't go anywhere. It's me and Jim are sitting here looking at each other on the camera. Um, but to you, we were gone. We were gone we were. for quite a few minutes. Yeah. My God, we had,
1: we had a great conversation. Yeah. We um, did. What I want to know by, by all standards is when we have specific gifts, we all can do something in the entertainment world to make people feel good about themselves. And I think that psychics, good psychics, because there's a lot of shitty ones out there. Oh yeah, but good psychics, good mediums, good clairvoyants, good auditories, good healers—they are out there in droves. But the problem is because they're so worried about being slammed about it, they're not coming out. Yeah, there are so many people, that, uh, intuitives, that are better than me that offer so many things. And they won't come out because they've been abused and they hold on to it. And I just, I feel bad, but I'm, I'm, I take a stand. I'll tell you if you're an asshole, I have no problem with it in the psychic world and you can see them because I see aura colors. I'm blessed with that. So you get to see the intuitive, you get to see the spiritual connection that they have with the spirit world, because they're just not obnoxious. They're just trying to find out more information. And if we can give information and not hold it, and I don't know why people hold on to it because they think that it's going to be stolen. Not every psychic is the same. Neither is any human being.
0: So just be yourself. That's Wow. I'm taking all that in. Ah, uh, he's got words of wisdom, folks. He's got great words of wisdom. I don't even just, know where to go from the, with the, from there. <laughs> I've um, just been around, man. Just been yeah. Around. Well, you know, and and saying the things that you say, you know, being very direct. Uh, I applaud that because I, I like I said, I catch a little backlash from being very open about when things don't seem to be going. I'm just, I, I guess, what I'm trying to say is, I agree with you. I when people are assholes to me, I'm like, listen. What's, what, what has crawled up your butt? You know, uh, all I'm, by me, I just had an incident last night where I had met this individual at this thing, this investigation, and then I'm told, you know, on the uh, off air that this guy won't come out to investigations because he thinks I'm a douche. And I was like, what? Well, I just met the guy and shook hands with him. We're both Masonic brothers. I just, what did I do? And he goes, well, because you told him no when he asked to come to a certain investigation. I'm like, well, because we, I didn't want a hundred people there. You know i'm trying to keep the numbers down i explained that to him so where i go with that is that you know i just told him i said well that's his issue i i thought i was a nice enough guy um and where i'm segueing into asking you this question so uh oh uh oh we're all self claims something or uh but he you know you're gonna have to repeat that demonologist um i guess i was Yeah. Where are you with people who are self-proclaimed demonologists? Look, I've studied books. I read all the books. You're a demonologist. How, you know, that's my question to them. And they seem to get offended.
1: The, uh, I know one demonologist and I trust her with my heart and my soul, but I know her because I see what's around her. And she's very, very helpful in everything that she's done. But I've never met any other demonologist that will read a book, doesn't have a psychic bone in their body, Yeah, and just, they say, well, mm. you know, you've got Thor here. And I'm going, does he have his hammer? Like, what's going on? Like, please. like, Right. Show, like, I. this is when a psychic medium says, I need proof. Give me yeah. something yeah. Like, tangible here. Because any name that you just say, oh, that's on the internet. I, I can use that one too. You know? Tell me what you're seeing in front of me. What demonic spirit do you see around me? Because I know I have to, and I know who they are. And now tell me if you see them, they've never answered me.
0: Well, I trust my intuition, I guess, is what I wanted to offer up to you to qualify why I asked that question. Cause okay. you know, I've met a couple, I've had a few on the show and there's a few that just, I, I can tell instantly it doesn't seem right. Something doesn't feel right. Um, I, don't have proof one way or another, but mm-hmm. it, it just, it just feels off. And, you know, I, I, I think it's like you said, with paranormal investigating, it's the same to me with that demonology thing, that there's so many people that want to, want to do it, want to be that, that they fool themselves into thinking that they've studied, they've studied books, they've read all the books. You know, it's like, I'm an engineer. Well, we're just you know, I don't say you have to go to school, but I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm looking for a little bit more background. And when you just tell me that you've read all these books, and you've done these things, and then I get this weird feeling off you, or we have a conversation, uh, and I'll, I'll give you a little bit of this, where, you know, we talked about how we both looked at the dead and his was so overtly negative. Everything he goes into is negative. And everything he talked about seemed to be on that horrifying negative scale. I can smell death. You know, when you tell, you tell me things like that, I'm like, I need to go sit down on a chair for a minute, you know, cause I, I just think you feed me a line of horse poop. Listen. <laughs> um,
1: to, to, to actually smell death in a spirit world or a poltergeist home. You let me know if you smell that because
0: it smells worse than Bigfoot. So. And we're going to talk about him. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't smelled that. So I, I've smelled death. I've been around some dead folks, you know, mm-hmm. not, we'll just leave that there. But, you know, I, I know the scent, but it's like, you know, he started sniffing and, and they had just got done kiss, uh, cooking in the restaurant down below and you could smell that they had burnt some toast and some different stuff. And then I had, I, I felt like the world's biggest asshole, <laughs> excuse my French folks, but he's like, well, you smell that. And I'm like, yeah, they, they just cooked downstairs. That's toast. You're not smelling. It's not sulfur, dude. I I thought for sure that's where he was going to go with it. I'll just leave it at that. I just, like I said, I find, I come across so many people in this, this field, I guess we call it the field, you know, like psychics and mediums. And it took me a long time to go through people to believe them too. You know, I, I make friends with folks and I remember this early on, and then I'd come to find out that they were just so full of poop and it hurt. It hurt because I became friends with them. Yeah. It it is a shame. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I have a psychic artist and that is what she sees behind me Oh,
0: that's wow that's what's behind me every day i don't know if i can if i have that picture up if you can see that picture it's, again we must be kindred spirits so if you see that there's a small little i'm going to take it down and show it to you jim because I, I it's very similar so um i have a friend named yana Hanka. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's if I can get this off the wall. Um, she was from the check, everybody hang with us here. I don't want to damage this at least I can. Um, uh, I just want to, I wish I could show you a better photo of it. Basically it's a tunnel. There's a person standing, a shadow in there. And then there's other shadow people in the foreground, very similar to that. Just kind of looking at that person. And that she said that's sometimes that's what she sees, uh, on the other side. So.
1: What is cool. This is my left side and you see more light energy, positive energy on the right side is the communication of the dark and the demented <coughs> that are on my right side. And those are the ones that will give you good answers, but it comes with a cost. It will come with saying, guess what? Tomorrow your friend is going to get that job. And then tomorrow, your friend will have cancer. That's what they do. That's a weird trade-off. What not it? Yeah. Why they enjoy <laughs> giving you the truth. Then they enjoy throwing in something else to make you think that you might have to tell them that. And then they're going to believe that they're going to have that because we all can manifest our own illnesses oh, we yeah. can all hurt ourselves and we can do all of these things. I just ignore everything that they say, and I go with more lighter energy. It's more important that way.
0: Do you, do you think that you encounter, uh, you know, a, a little bit of both, but do you encounter more of the dark? Like when you're doing sessions with folks, mm-hmm. um, do you, do you come across that where they invade or is it just always there? Does it's all makes sense. It's always there. Okay.
1: And it just depends on, uh, a lot of people do not pay attention to, uh, darker or demonic energy unless they're looking for it, mm-hmm. unless they have an issue, unless they're, there is some, um, uh, some, uh, a past of, uh, not being healthy mentally. I don't know how to express it. And it can be invited because they feed off of it. But if you're in a house and you just moved in and you're feeling the presence of somebody, they're just making sure that you you're doing a good job, that they put their love into that home. And you do the same, you know, I, it's, it's so hard to make that definition. It really is. It it just depends on the situation.
0: And and I like what you just said there about, you know, the, the visitors in the house, you know, we moved into this little place and I tell my wife, I see somebody moving around. There was a, a, a portion of time where it wasn't, but it's been back and I don't think it's invasive. I, I feel that it's somebody who, who built the house and, uh, you know, I kind of see him peek in and then walk through the kitchen. And, uh, once in a while I'll spot him moving around the bedroom and it's, I can't, ex- I can't explain it to certain people, how, what I see, cause it's not like I'm seeing a person, mm-hmm. but I see the shadow movement and I, I can tell somebody's in there. And, um, <clears throat> I felt the same way. My wife's like, well, they need to go. I'm like, well, it's their house. You know, they're just making sure everything's cool. Cause we just started moving things around and we did some repairs. That's how I look at it.
1: If, can I, I'd like, we haven't talked about this topic at all, but, uh, I need to have people start changing their minds about shadow people as well.
0: Right. Right. They're not evil. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah.
1: They're not evil at all. There is no evil to a dark or a shadow person.
0: Have I I'm see me give sick a thumbs
1: up? Yes. I'm tired of people saying, oh, the energy was, it no, they don't say the energy. That was dark. I saw something dark floating over somebody or going in from one wall to another, and it was dark.
0: Preach it, Jim.
1: And I'm looking at them and I am saying to the person, did they hurt you? Did they harm you? Exactly. Preach it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm investigating this going, you don't have a goddamn uh, poltergeist or anything. You have shadow people who are just cruising, taking a look at what you're doing because they're at a higher plane and a different generation than we are and they're just checking us out because we're so down the totem pole they're just making sure to say god these people are a little bit slow
0: yeah and and i'm one of these guys that believes a lot of that perception is is due to people propagating that over a period of time somebody in the field decided well they're negative and then they people took that just those like urban the, legends yeah and they took those it, ran the slayers, with it. Dan. Yeah, those layers then yeah and i've watched it with you we're, we're close to the same age i've watched it with you when it when it first started being a thing even listening to coast to coast all the shows that are out yep. there it just progressively grew into this negative entity and you know even the one with the hat you know i and my friend, Bob had an experience and I'm with you. I wanted you to keep preaching that because I, I am with you hundred percent. And I would ask people who would tell me this stuff. I'm like, did it do anything? Were the bad things going on in your house? Attack, bitten, thrown around. Has, has it done anything to you? Nothing. nothing. And it's like, well, it's, it's evil. Just stare, it stands at my bed. Well, that's unsettling. Yes, I understand that. But it, that is, that is. Unsettling. Yeah. And then they asked me, well, do you think it's a spirit? Is it from the other side? It's like, honestly, I'm more inclined to think it's like a parallel existence that, that these people different- cross higher plane. Yeah. And, and it's like, Different dimension. It's do, yeah, if it's doing terrible things to you, then I'd be worried, but you never give me that indication. So I I'm so, not going to tell you, I'm not going to feed on your fear and tell you what you want to hear. That's what they want. And that's, right? when that, that's I'm going to get hate mail
1: on this one now. Dan, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get enough of it. And I just like, it's so good to go to junk. So the, I Guys, <laughs> let me tell you up front. Uh, through my website, you have my email, you have everything. I do not read my hate mail. I do not pay attention to you. I do not care. Yeah. You don't deserve
0: the time. Excellent. Yeah. I used to, I used to get, I used to go on uh, that rabbit hole, Jim, yep. you don't even know. And then my <laughs> wife would like, why are you starting so many fires with all these people? It's like, cause I had, you know, I had to express myself. I had to be right. And then I realized, you know, I could give a F less. You know, I, what am I worried about? I focus on what I'm doing and better things will happen. People are afraid of our truth and we're not trying to excise
1: and make them believe us. Right. It's up. We all have opinions. We all make decisions. And if we don't agree, don't be an asshole. Yeah. Just be you. Just say, I don't believe you. And I, I, then I would say, okay, that's okay. okay. Don't worry about it. Like it's okay. You don't have to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna think about you over the next 24 hours because you didn't like it. I learned that at a very young age because I I was bullied as a child. So I learned I didn't need that. So I just like
0: whatever. Go away. Yeah. You see me shaking my head. We've gone through the same experiences. This is a, you are a wonderful, wonderful man and individual. <laughs> Cause you are, you're just tuned into, I think we've lived not same lives, but there's a lot of similarities here that are really starting to weird me out. Um, <laughs> and I learned early on, you know, I became, I, I changed, you know, after that bullying and now I'm, I just, I have no, I have no place for it. And anything don't
1: think for 30 seconds, don't take my kindness for weakness. Yeah. Don't think that you're going to bully me and you're going to yell and scream at me in front of someone. Dude, I, I, you're wasting your breath and your energy. I'll turn around and walk away, but don't touch me because that's when you're in trouble. Yeah. Don't touch my body. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, yeah, but... I, I, my mother was so worried about me being bullied as a child. I ended up taking martial arts.
0: And that I had to use that to protect myself. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't go that direction, but I would tell everybody I grew tall and got big and then people (laughs) started noticing. I don't think we want to piss Dan off too much anymore. Yeah. yeah, And the bear. There you go. Yeah. Well, wow. Wow. Oh, (laughs) that's all your guides telling me
1: that. So that's just.
0: Yeah. That was given to me by my, my Indian friend, my Cherokee friend, uh, four colors. And then he calls me the bear who stands tall. You are amazing, sir. Yeah. My, my other nickname by my wife was big dog, but we won't go there. Um, it's not, it's not dirty. Don't again, don't say, Hey, man. I'm not saying no, I'm not saying that at all. <clears throat> um, let's talk about the, you know, we talked about the grays and I, I definitely want to talk about Bigfoot and then we'll, sure. we'll go back into some other stuff. But, um, you know, the grays and, and the extraterrestrial visitors we have. And I think some of them, I believe some of them are dimensional. I think it might even be a portion of us. I've had people tell me, no, I've had others tell me yes. Okay.
1: Um, as a child with my father, uh, driving in a tow truck, actually, no, sorry, not that one, cause that one's really weird. It was uh, my grand, my dad worked for my grandfather and he owned a grocery store in Montreal, Quebec. We were given delivering food. The final delivery of the day, it was Saturday uh it was the fall so it was getting late early and it was about 8 30. i was about seven years old and we had this ring of lights turning and turning and i said dad look at that and my dad looked up and just said oh that's just a helicopter son like you know just don't worry about it and and we continued driving all of a sudden the station wagon just went died Uh, We took a look it stopped the car stopped the lights were still there My father (laughs) pulled me into him. Oh, yeah My father was not the lovey-dovey. That's that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah, but pulled me into him and um, I don't know how much time we lost. I really don't the car the station wagon was still in the same place and um, My father was still there and uh we looked at each other and all he did was take his finger put it to my lips and he just says we'll tell nobody about this and that was my because he didn't know and my father was a navy man okay he was navy he was a tough sob you don't mess with him you know he had tuberculosis ended up in the hospital for three years i never met my father when i was born i met him at the age of three because he lost the lung so there was a lot of different things that we didn't know about each other and we were learning about each other. So it was so many different things, but he was a protective man and he didn't know what was happening and he still did not talk it to his dying days. He still did not talk about it. And Crazy. I felt bad for that one. Yeah, but, yeah. So that's my ET thing, but we have portals with the ETS and COVID has brought us the ability to look into the sky because we're not looking at anything else. Yeah. And we are seeing more mm-hmm. and more and more unidentified flying objects, or uh, what do they call them now? UAPs, or yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So there's a whole I, different
1: I... series of them, right? But we're still they're... not getting conclusions from the American or Canadian government or anyone. No. And so we are still playing it by ear. But we do know that they're here, and I know that they've been here for my lifetime. And they'll continue being here, but we are going to be exposed to them before my dying days.
0: Yeah. I know my friend Damien that's pretty happy that they've started using that acronym because he'd been saying it for years, cause he'd been tracking lights that just show up down in Australia where he's at, mm-hmm. uh, do which is the funny, the weirdest thing, but that is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And he he's just amazing with, with his stories too, but I I'm with you. I think, I, I think a lot was, has been dimensional that, you know, there are people who found the doorway and maybe that's what we're seeing in the sky or, or, you know, whatever takes place. I've also often, often had the thought that none of us are really from here. Uh, there may have been, you know, a portion of, of human type, you know, people here, but I think that we were genetically engineered. I, I truly believe that. I think we're children of the stars. That's just something just inside me tells me that's correct. And it doesn't scare me. You know, I'm cool with that. Um, uh, and, and I'm, I'm also cool with the fact that let's say they have been here and let's say they have been working with us on and off and this and that, but then, then I, I wonder about some of them that aren't so nice, you know, cause you hear a lot of reports of the bad stuff. Can too. I explain that one
1: a little yes, bit? Yes, sir. I, yes, sir. I, I, I want to give something to the, I want to give a shout out to the people that have been taken and, and, uh, believe they've been taken and they've gone through a lot of pain. Let me think for a second, because I've been told by someone that they believe that whatever they were doing to us during this examination, that were mean that anesthetic wore off. So we were still in pain and they didn't give a shit. The good ones that have picked us up, kept us under, didn't do anything to us and put us down back where we belong. The rest of them, we are a, uh, we were just like people are to fish, deer, animals, we were a prey. They picked us up, they finished with us, and they let us go. That's all they were doing. And I, those are the two different variations of greys, because I call those dangerous (sighs) ETs, because they are different, they are more aggressive, they are angry, and they're from further galaxies beyond, or they're very primitive ETs that don't know what they're doing.
0: Do you think that there's a faction of them that are trying to stop them and sometimes protect us? Absolutely. But I just uh, see now I'm going to get some more hate mail because
1: uh, people, I have never talked more about ETs, uh, uh, since I've been doing podcasts for the last year. And, um, it just brings recollections of what I've seen, what I believe uh, is out there, just like you want to go into the Bigfoot thing there. They're extraterrestrial. their portal, they, for me, and they come in and out. They're out checking us out and they lose track of their portal.
0: That's interesting. And, and, you know, I mean, I've heard that before, uh, we've had the people from the Olympic project and of course they differ Mm -hmm. across the board from other Bigfoot researchers too. So everybody's got their thoughts and their ideas. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I welcome that though. That's, that's why I do the show. I want everybody to hear different versions and different opinions. You know, yep. It's, I, nice. I believe in them. I definitely believe in them. And I'm one of the guys that, um, I don't know if I'm into the portal aspect of that, but I myself have seen two things I can't figure out. Um, I won't, I won't go into that here because you're the guest on the show, but, um, <laughs> talk, Danny. People want to know. I'm good with this. I'm here. Well, well, you know, it's, it's, I've, I've shared it before. So many people know the story. Okay. So it's, it's, you know, I, I was driving, come from an investigation. We had, we had done an overnight thing. So I'm coming home early, early, mid morning and I'm on a stretch road called Silver Lake Road. And my buddy Bob is featured in a book called Weird Michigan or Strange Michigan or Weird Michigan. And of course the, I, the author is pretty well known. And, um, she had done a lot of these, you know, beast of Bray road, all this different stuff. So Bob was going along that strip of road, coming the opposite way years ago in the nineties and he saw something in the road and it stood up and it was eating something and, you know, they swerved the car and turned around and and it was gone. By the time they got back, Bob's not fanciful with stories. You know, he's, he's a very solid guy. Mm -hmm. And as I'm on that same road that morning, I wasn't even thinking that I had the radio going, I'm in my, my car. Um, I took my right-hand turn and it's a farm where there's a cornfield on the left-hand side and it goes way back into a corner, but far, far enough to where if there was a deer standing out there, I can see them. I can judge the size. I know how far back it is. Um, I saw something dark and huge standing there and, uh, the sun's out and it's in the corner where you probably wouldn't have noticed it had you not slowed down to take a look over there. And I just happened to look, maybe it's the psychic thing. I, I don't know what it was, but something told me to look over there. And I saw this thing kind of, you know, it's almost swaying. Uh, I saw like an arm movement and, um, I couldn't believe it. And as I'm going by, I had to pay attention, which side of the road I was on. Cause now I had crossed over the yellow and I didn't want to run into somebody. So I got back over, I went down, turned around immediately, jumped out of my car, went looking down there. Cause I got, I keep binoculars, got binoculars out now he's gone. He's gone. Um, if I were to guess the size, probably eight, nine foot tall. No, oh. no joke. It wasn't a guy in a coat. This was a, a, a summer day. Um, <clears throat> not sure. So that's one. And then so you see, then to- when you talk, your aura colors are telling me what you saw
1: and there's no deviation from it. So I know you're telling us the truth.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then there's another one, cause I'd just say it's explained. I'm not telling anybody it's a Bigfoot. I'm just telling you what I think I saw. Uh, mm-hmm. there was another incident in a Creek where we were going up the highway not a creek but a pond and my buddy and I both saw something standing in it all I all I could assimilate it to would be like you had your back to me but it looked broad and it was kind of moving and I just thought that's not a deer and he said yeah that's not a deer so we had to wait till we get up to a police turn around we turned around on that we came back turned around again and went up and of course by then it's gone um I don't know that he my buddy was 100% because he's not sure what he saw but I saw the lichen that sits on top of that pond, you know, where, when I remember seeing it, you could see where it was disturbed, where it came in. And then there was a trail that went out the other side, like it had, it had moved, it had gone. Um, but I mean, anybody could have, could have seen it. So I'm still not sure what I saw there either. I'm not going to tell anybody that's a Bigfoot. I'm, I'm telling all of you, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, but I've seen UFOs, which things in the sky, I can't, and I know what an airplane, and I know all the ident lights and all that, but. I just want to share that with you because i i told my mom when i was little uh, that i was going to grow up and be a cryptozoologist i had seen this uh great program called in search of with leonard nimoy oh, yeah. and uh, i was going to go discover bigfoot i'd seen that gimlin film i'm going to go get bigfoot and i never did <laughs> but i'm still i'm a believer and even talking to jeff meldrum and everybody involved there. I asked us like I do in the paranormal, gym, You know, how much more evidence do you guys need? You've had hair samples that don't match anything, footprints. You can tell the fakes, you know, from the real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Same in the spirit world. But I, I'm a believer. I'm a definitely a believer. I like the portal idea though, because people report a lot of UFO activity in, in around this stuff too.
1: Uh, mine was I did not actually see one. I smelt it. Um, and I was, uh, it, near devil's thumb in, uh, in, uh, Colorado. And I was doing, I go to a lot of resorts and I do my psychic readings the the old school stuff, because I'm bored and I need something to do and I like <laughs> to travel. And so I went to this resort, did this, had a lot of fun. I had a day off. I went with the convener, her and I. I went horseback riding. I'm afraid of horses, but we went anyway. And, <coughs> and we're traveling up this mountain a little bit, and um, the horses stopped, just stopped. And when they stopped, they must have smelt before I smelled. And then it was horrid. It was absolutely horrid. And I know what elk smell like. I know what bears smell like because my uncles were hunters. So it wasn't like I was blind to that. But I've never picked up a rifle and shot one, just to let you know anything um and so i'm i'm looking at all of this and i'm bewildered by all of this and i just stopped for 30 seconds she stops and she says the horses will bolt if we don't leave and i said sure but as we were turning around you know when you see on tv the bent trees that are yes. still in the ground yes and sir we saw uh because we went closer because i was curious and i was just me, um, 11 trees bent intertwined to one another. It was such a weird thing. And the, the tops of the, the sticks were pushed into the ground as well. And then everything was intertwined. Now he was either building something for himself, or that was a warning for us not to go any further. Yeah. Yeah. We heard nothing. All we knew is that he was close because of the smell.
0: That's amazing. I I've experienced that too. Just recently in Gaylord, there's a, uh, forestry area in, in mid Michigan, just, mm-hmm. uh, uh, up there and my buddy uh took me out there uh Boz, and he said listen it's a logging road so the county has to maintain it there are some private properties up there but they got to maintain the so we're back there in the monster truck i went up camp and i haven't seen him in 12 years and it was just really nice to see him and hang out with him but he knew i was into this stuff and i know the trail markers and, and when they're marking territory and the things i saw are very similar to what you said about 50 yards or, or more off this road we we had enough of a moon that we could actually see but we had flashlights and the, like you said the same thing they're these saplings that are so big around and you look at about eight nine feet in the air and they're just bent and then they're latched together that's it yeah yeah and then we were seeing trees which the, if, if anybody can see me doing this on camera uh there they had to be six to seven inches thick uh i couldn't none, no human human's going to be bending these these saplings in between these trees and some of those were done too. And I told them I had seen that stuff on many documentaries where that's, that's proven to be marker areas that they don't want you going up and mm-hmm. into their area. And Boz thought, are you for, are you for real? I said, yeah, I even posted them on Facebook. I said, look what we found tonight. And uh, we, we sat there several times listening. Uh, you'd hear stuff get very quiet, you know, crickets would stop um which normally they don't do with deer and stuff but I'm, I'm just i'm just saying i've seen some similar stuff so i'm i got excited i want to go back up there this year and maybe take a look but i, I will definitely have my gun okay <laughs> just saying i don't
1: think that your gun will do fuck all day probably Fair not enough. but you know at least i <laughs> at least
0: give me some comfort to know that i've got my gun with me something goes I, on because everybody think... says they're docile but it's just like my luck i'll get the one that's got a bad tooth or something and, yeah. yeah, I don't think that. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm thanks. just joking. I'm just, <laughs> no, joking. no, no,
1: I, it's funny. It's good.
0: Um, so, you know, we, we've covered the, the ETs, a little bit of the Bigfoot stuff mm-hmm, shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. What exactly yep. would you classify them as? Is that like a demonic type thing or. Uh, shapeshifters are, um, they're
1: another dimension to me. They're not, um, they're, I think that. They belong to the, another galaxy or another, a different plane. Um, they're amongst us, um, in the Aboriginal culture, they're tricksters, yep. you know, yep. um, and that's where I come from. I've been told many times in my lifetime that there's so many of them in our world that, uh, they live amongst us like anything, but they say that <laughs> sensitives psychics healers, can call them out and feel them and we can see them and we do. And, um, they, it's almost like they can smell us. They can, they know that we're sensitive and they bolt, they literally just leave you. I've seen one at the airport in uh, New York and I saw one in Chicago.
0: Now, do they they present themselves as humans or all sorts of things?
1: Yeah. I, I've seen them as humans only. Yeah. I've never seen them as anything else. And what are they after? That's what, That would be my next question. What are they trying to gain? I think that they are really trying. They're uh, a different low species, much higher than the humans are uh, who we are, and gathering information, intel, as as the... As everyone says that Intel. Yeah. yeah,
0: That's the key phrase, You're just gathering Intel, man. It's all good. And you're like, for what? Where's it go from there?
1: Yeah. What are you going to do with us? I, I haven't seen them ever hurt anybody. I've never heard them hurt anyone either. Again, Mm -hmm. it's like, uh, if someone has, please contact me. I want to hear about it, but they're afraid of us. They don't want to be seen.
0: And you're right. It's reported in so many Native American cultures, you know, uh, and many different ways, too. You know, the Mm -hmm. skinwalkers, shapeshifters, all this stuff seems to be all connected to me. And um, I don't think that everything that's mystic is just like a mystic fantasy. I think that there's some truth in a lot of the oral history from, like you said, the aboriginals. Who saw a lot of weird things you know especially drawing people who look like they're in space suits that that blows my mind i'm into all the ancient alien stuff too because i as much as people think that they're reaching there's way too many coincidences and and connections you know
1: listen uh, not only in egypt or the hieroglyphics, go to scotland and you can see uh people drawing from the 16th century spaceships and different looking beans. It's, it's very cool.
0: Yeah. We, we, we had an interesting thing happen to us speaking of Scotland, which I think is in this realm. You know, I think it, it, to me, it feels like it is because we were talking about past lives and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, we did this 23 and me thing, and I don't know how much of it I want to trust, you know, hundred percent, but the genetic makeup of, of me is that I was Irish, which I didn't know. Uh, my family, you know, the English side comes from York, which made sense because the other part of it was Dane. That was the overwhelming part was Dane. Oh Um, you know, the Northern European Dane and then Irish. And then my mother's side is French and, and German. Um, and then of course her parents, it's, it's the, uh, French Canadian. Uh, Claire Gannett, good people. Good, yeah, people, good people. Um, and then my great grandmother was a Jipwa from the St. Sue, uh, Sault Ste. Marie area Sault-Saint-Marie. Sort of, up there. So it's, like I said, there's been a dynamic, but going back to those ancient islands over there in Europe. Yeah, you're right. There's so many strange and odd things that are there. Do you, do you believe just off topic a little bit, do you believe in like the little people that seems to be surfacing now? I hear someday. about it.
1: I'm having issues with it. And, yeah. and it's, I, I'm not sure if someone's just trying to screw with us or trying to make us look bad, but, um, I've never met anyone. I've seen some, uh, I've seen what someone took a photograph of and a small short 30, uh, no, not even it's 18 seconds of these people. And uh, I, I'm going CGI every second. Yep. I I don't feel it. I I it's it's so much CGI and I enjoy by the way going on um TikTok and just
0: yeah, crucifying these people. Yep. That's where I was that's where I was getting it from. I was I'm sitting there in bed like bullshit bullshit this is bullshit I, CGI, I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah CGI i just move I on BS. i won't follow them there's there's others i will though because you know it's it's stuff that people have actually captured and i've seen it before so i know you know where some of it comes from but that that's always uh gets me around the elementals um <laughs> I, I had been talking about that for years when i first started because i used to um i would listen you know, to coast to coast and when, when art was on and of course continued with George, oh God. but he would have yep. Brad Steiger on and they would talk about elementals and then the connection with native Americans and how they thought about it. And then I found out there were European cultures that had their versions of that too. And yes. where are you with that? Uh, I'm, I'm a hundred percent about
1: elementals. Um, uh, my whole childhood, I grew up in the bush. Sorry. It, I sound weird, but even though I was a mechanic and everything else that went with it, and, um, my gra- my uncle's, um, uh, for entertainment, we didn't have TV. We'd go out in the bush. We'd walk, we'd do different things. I, we would only use the wood that was fallen on the ground because my uncle would say, never cut a tree down, right. never do this, pull a frozen apple from the tree. Uh, cause there was a lot of old school apple orchards that we would cook up, um, melt the snow for tea, doing all of these things. And somebody that was like 15 minutes a- ahead of us doing the same type of walk along in the Bush, uh, you can hear them chopping a tree. And then all of a sudden you can hear somebody screaming because they basically took the ax and they shinned themselves or yeah, yeah. they were forcing them to make accidents because they were hurting wildlife. They were hurting the trees. I don't know about many people, but. You can sit in the darkness of bush and not worry about a wolf or anything else that's going to attack you or a crazy little rabbit that feels like doing something. Um, Try and sit in the dark and watch a tree breathe. It's the most amazing thing. If you don't, if you've never seen an aura, you will definitely see auras in the trees. The yellow that is sucked in and then the white that comes out is one of the most amazing things. It's like watching a northern light.
0: Yeah. And you can connect the elemental belief to science. I mean, everything is alive. Everything's alive. And another program that I had seen that Leonard Nimoy did in Unsearch, Uh uh, in search of, was about, you know, do, do plants and, and living things around us, uh, do, do, are they alive? Do they scream? And, and there were a lot of different things that were on there that were just, it's still true to this day. It amazed me, you know, even cutting your grass. Sometimes I feel guilty. You know, this beautiful grass is growing and I'm out there hacking it off. And I can only imagine if it's live, it's screaming its head off. You know, we're here, we have this big giant and we're out there cutting things down, but I think a lot of bushcraft people are in tune, you know, as you're pointing out there, Jim too, because they, they practice the same safe methods of using the, you know, the elements, uh, for their use, but they, they do it in a smart way.
1: When the elementals understand that bush has to be cut so that they're, they're not going to be burnt to death, if that makes sense to you. So right. they let these, and, and a lot of <laughs> Aboriginal people are bush cutters and people who love the outdoors are bush cutters. They do not harm these people. Right. Right. I get somebody in there with, uh, Mr. Smith and, uh, you know, uh, American vacation and cutting down a big maple tree because you want to burn the maple and we're I, you're going to get you're you will get something done to you guaranteed
0: yeah yeah I get agree. a bear
1: knocking on your door because they're going to call the bear over and just
0: say ruin <laughs> that fucking <camp." laughs> yeah right right i don't want to i'm run just letting you know
1: that my um, website is uh lighting up so you must have some listeners happening right now so
0: not good Good. I'm glad somebody's paying attention to what we're saying out here. I, I, (laughs) you're giving a lot of great advice. Well, I don't say it's advice. You're just knowledge. You're sharing a lot of great knowledge. And we should all be giving our knowledge because that's
1: how else the the younger generation are going to learn about who we are. I've got a young, I've got young children and, uh, even at my age. And, um, it's an, it's amazing what they know and feel without me telling them what I do yet, because they're too young to understand, but when They're saying that they see something. It's pretty
0: cool. I'd like to hear that. Um, afterlife we've talked, we've delved in a lot about that. Um, Mm -hmm. what is, what's, do you think that I don't want to sway anybody? I don't want to upset people and their beliefs, because we talked about where we believe and what we're at, but I still think that we're all part of this one, like, I guess, maybe a consciousness. Do you think that we get answers once we've reached a point where we've done that cycle of learning and maybe that we finally, is there an end? And
1: We're not sitting being judged when we go and move on to our different soul, because we're all energy beings of energy. Um, we, 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 we talk to another higher power that says, Hey, Did you learn anything this time? Because if you didn't, you're going back again. And you know, it's like, um, not being the narcissist because your soul life, your soul life's purpose was to be a narcissist or a serial killer or whatever the case may be. I'm sorry about, uh, from one exchange to another and negative ones, but you're also here as a healer, as a doctor, when you weren't someone before and you're always educating yourself and you're trying to learn what's going on. So it's really, really, it's kind of cool that, um, yeah, there's things to learn there for
0: sure. Do you think that there's a complex, you know, intertwined, uh, type of deal going on, you know, cause you, you have alluded to like, you know, serial killers, you know, serial killers, the Hitlers of the world, you know, that do these horrible things, mm-hmm. uh, him being, you know, the one that's there's the, the history is replete with Hitlers. Okay. If you look in the right place, Stalin, Len, all of them. Um, and, and many more, Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think that's something that they consciously they choose or, you know, where I'm going with this, right? I mean, is it, is it the thing that.
1: It is because that's a souls you have to learn to be a tyrant, to be an imbecile, to be that type of person that we don't like as a human being, but it's, it's for us to grow so that we know that we're not going to do that again, or we're not part of something. I mean, the serial killer, for instance, I. I'm not obsessed about any of them, but I watched them. And the one that scared me the most when I was a kid was Bundy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause and when all he the...
1: spoke, his eyes changed and I, yeah. I, people don't get it, but you watch his eyes, they stiffen, they stare and he recalls everything verbatim. And that's a horrible,
0: horrible feeling. That is terrifying. And, yeah.
1: And we have more of them out there.
0: Yeah and people keep celebrating that's what i keep screaming at why keep doing shows on this guy stop giving him the press stop. time yeah yeah please stop let's move stop on feeding. do you think that do you think that those people when they go to the other side that there's a like you said you, you talked about not having to worry about being forgiven but is there a process where that's i think you, I, I don't I know what other term to use other than do you think there's a forgiveness or there's something I think better they, that happens they,
1: i think they become they detox they Remove that energy. Uh, they learn from it and they move on to be better. It's all a learning experience for all of us, no matter how right. we look at it, no matter what we say. Um, again, um, Catholicism keeps us in one way; Judaism keeps us in one way. You know, right. but if you listen to Buddhism, it's such a beautiful way to a, a beautiful faith. And mm-hmm. um, I'll follow it and listen to it, but I'm not going to be obsessed about every religion. I'll take a little bit of everything and put it in a pot and just say oh, I'm pretty good with that. You know?
0: Yeah, I get Um do you think that there's a purgatory or a hell? I mean yeah. even though we you know maybe there's a heaven too or uh, it's just one plane after the next
1: after the next after the next and then when we're done those planes and we're going into the next one there's another galaxy that we're going to. We're just not alone here, please people. We're Again, man's words. It's
0: no <laughs> great words. Yeah, <laughs> I I often tell people, and they ask me how I know or where do I get this information. I just tell them it's like you know, with it's every fiber that's within me. And if you can see if I'm you know being honest, which I know I am, um, I feel that you know it, we're this. You know we are we are this. We we're we think knit. that we have all the answers, <laughs> and that makes me so angry and I'm not great at math. I've never confessed to be an engineer, you know, a, a physicist, none of this stuff. I just, something in my head and my way of thinking says that it, that's, that's insane to put ourselves on such a plane, you know, it's egotistical to put ourselves personally. on a pedestal. Yeah. And it's, you know, because we invented math, we invented, you know, physics. Uh, let's just be honest. So what might be true to us here within our math or our understanding may not be true out there i mean some of the best ufo people not to jump off topic but they've said the same thing it's like well obviously things are doing you know these craft and and other things we're spotting are doing things that won't work according to physics well duh i've said that in in the paranormal world for years it's like just because we say it has to be this certain way because of math and physics does not mean that that that's how it works there's there's no fine line to anything right all we have to do is respect what
1: other people feel feel and think keep an open mind and stop judging yeah yeah just stop
0: judging but I, I, as I tell us like there's more there like you said there's more out there than meets the eye and that's okay we don't have to fear this i think that if we were supposed to have all the answers what a boring what a boring existence you know if everybody was the same we all thought the same come on it it, it would be truly it'd be awful. I think that's stagnation, stagnation, and and we're not growing, but I, I feel there's more out there. I, I feel with your answer that I think we're connected to a much bigger picture. We are. Um, you know, I've, I've had visits from my dad. I've had a visit in dream state from my mother. So I think there's more going on for sure. Listen, we've been in COVID now for
1: two years and I'm not, I'm using this as an example. None of us, all of us are fed up and sick and tired of this whole situation. Oh yeah. And it's because we were doing the same thing. All of us are doing the same thing. So don't tell me for 30 seconds that there's not something else out there other than us.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the, we could do a whole other show on that. I won't even want to get into that. Cause then, then we definitely get hate mail. Oh. Yeah. It's a great, it's a crazy situation. It is. Um, and, you know, and the afterlife, and, and, and it produces, you know, when you have these out of body experiences, do you, do you do some of that work with people? Do you, are you able to astral project and do that stuff?
1: I would do it to myself, but I wouldn't do it to others or suggest to do it to others because I think that you really have to be in a good place to do any of that because we don't, we have a hard enough time trusting others, let alone trusting our own judgment when we're. Mm-hmm leaving or doing an out of body experience because we're afraid how are we going to come back if we're going to come back um it's been done i've done it um i don't feel guilty about it uh and other people say well you got to show me how to do it 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 comes from within there's a process and you just have to believe like it's the i i the the remote viewers are amazing because they can feel something great there
0: i just lost you for a sec right um i i can hear you i just okay for some reason my video swirls and i'm not sure what's happening here let me double check my plug in i think my for sure maybe my plugs maybe my plugs unplugged everybody hang with us we're going through technical difficulties no my power's on but my my screen got dim and you were there sh- i am there was, okay yeah <laughs> Shape maybe, maybe <laughs> the spirits are telling me that we're getting towards the end of the show that might be yeah. it. <laughs> Good.
1: You looked like you were only 140 pounds
0: there, Dan. The yeah. For a second. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I could only wish that's a whole other story too. <laughs> me too. Um, I would like to have you back, uh, at some point in the next, uh, couple of months or something. Sure. If, if that I, sounds I, okay I would to love you. to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry it took so long to get you on. I think we had an issue before. Dan, um, whatever happens, happens. It's, uh, I, I, it is what it
1: is. You don't get upset about crap like this.
0: Well, you've been a great guest and, and I have enjoyed every second and minute of this. So, um, I'm going to tell you, thank you and tell everybody where, where they can find your information. Absolutely. I I want to stay in touch with you too. Cause I got, <laughs> I got some questions. So
1: Okay. Uh, so, um, everyone, uh. You can reach me on Instagram at Jim Hunt official on Twitter, Jim Hunt official on Facebook. It's Jim Hunt official and or uh, intuitive life coach Jim Hunt official. Uh, my, my webpage uh, is Jim Hunt um, I ha- I am a life coach. I am a successful life coach. I offer two different readings a 30 minute and a 50 minute. Um, the americans get the greatest uh rate because it's 33 cents on a dollar my canadian fans are not very pleased with me but i can't give them the american rate that you guys are getting because it's almost (laughs) like you guys are getting 30 percent off right off the bat um i am on the eastern time zone people i've just had four clients today that were in washington and california sorry folks you know or seattle and uh um, i love what i do I will be honest and upfront with all of you as best as I can. If I have information, you're going to get it. And if I don't have the answer because of our situation or you there's a blockage, I'll find a way to get an answer. Um, I won't waste your time nor your money.
0: Excellent. That's excellent. And just before we go, I'm mm-hmm. gonna ask if you do you see anything good for me in the future? And if it's terrible, I can take the news. <laughs> I can take the news so while we were working there's aura colors
1: that i go by because i grew up with aura colors and since the age of five and i was in a catholic school and i drew a lot of great stick (laughs) people but every one of them had a rainbow around them and i and the nun had asked me why does everyone have a rainbow around them and i said doesn't everybody so it was the aura colors that i saw that i grew up with with you you have silver going straight down the trunk of your body which means that there's a realization of an opportunity or change for you now i've said that to many podcasters but you guys are always on the move and doing changes and reinventing yourselves for the better for you there's a positive clause that will happen around the end of may for you so i'm not exactly sure but may is supposed to be really good then you have a lull in july and august because you're you don't have patience then. patience and then around September, everything starts to float your boat and you are going to do really, really well. And that takes you for another seven years into your world, what you're looking for and feed your grandchildren, your family, and anybody else that you have to.
0: Well, I appreciate you saying that. And you were so right. Read me about when no patience. I have to have, well, it. I, I get mad at my daughter cause she's the same way. It's like, I gotta have it right now. And I'm like, no, 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 you got to wait. She says, this is coming from you. That tells me I got to wait. Yeah. So so, so thanks for that. And that's a yellow or a color that comes off of your shoulders. That's low patience. Well, well, thanks, Jim. And, and I want to have you back and, you know, and and I know you're a busy guy and you got all these things happening for you Mm -hmm. too, but if you, if you want to come on the show every so often and just shoot the poop and maybe even co-host the program with me once in a while, I would, I would be extremely grateful. You just are, are amazing. Then I want to thank you very much for that compliment.
1: Um, we can always see what we can do resourcefully. Um, um, I was going to say something. Don't people don't be afraid of anything, especially in the spirit world. They're not there to hurt you. We're here to help you. And they're here to give me the advice to help you as well. Love yourself more. And then if you
0: have grandchildren, hug I them do. tighter than your kids because they love you. Yeah. Yeah. I love my babies. All right, good words. And I'm going to sign it off with this, everybody. I want you to keep your eyes to the sky. Happy haunting. And as I always tell you, be kinder and smarter. And if you can't be kinder and smarter, please be quieter. Just try to get along with everybody. Be nice. Um, It doesn't cost you anything to share a smile or a hug. Jim, thank you for being with us on I Want to Believe. And I will catch all of you next time. And uh, hey, we're out.